Hey guys, welcome to episode number 83, how to feel plus anti-racism. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we will be talking about anti-racism plus how to feel. Now, they are two separate topics. However, they go together really well. So I just want to explain, I'm not going to be telling you how to feel about racism or anti-racism, but rather, we're going to have a conversation around anti-racism and supporting Black Lives Matter. Plus, I'm going to talk to you about how to process your emotions and your feelings. Now, that might be in regards to that topic or it might be in regards to something completely separate, okay? But before we dive in, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing really good. So I am sitting here in my office in New Zealand, a beautiful blue sky day, But guys, it was three degrees Celsius this morning. It was freezing. (laughs) Winter has officially arrived. It was a little more challenging than normal to get out of bed at 6 a.m. when the alarm went off. So I have got my fingers crossed that country bubbles start soon (laughs) and we can possibly begin to travel to a warmer climate and explore somewhere new soon fingers crossed hey so let's dive in to today's topic first of all we are going to talk about supporting black lives matter and the woman of color inside our community and when i refer to the community i'm referring to the private facebook group solo women travel tribe okay so first of all i am white and i am anti racist. As a woman and a woman inside, you know, solo woman travel tribe, which I think most of you listening to this podcast probably are or have been, right? I think most of us will agree that we have seen or experienced sexism. Okay. And if you are a woman listening to this podcast, you have most likely experienced this at some point in time in your life, right? Personally, I've been told that I can't do things or I shouldn't do things because I'm a woman. In solo travel is a prime example. I've been told I shouldn't do that or I shouldn't travel there or, you know, I I really have to be careful if I'm traveling there because I'm a woman, right? But not just in regards to social, uh, sorry, solo travel, but rather just being a woman in general, society has implied this that you know, through movies, through TV shows, through news articles or other media streams, social media, for example, that because we are women, we are sometimes on the back foot or we may have a disadvantage, right? And I've been in a situation before, especially in a male-dominated working environment where I've really had to prove myself. Like I have had to go above and beyond to try and earn a seat at the table, So we've all grown up absorbing negative messages from society about women, okay? 
And believe me when I say that we have also grown up in that very same world, absorbing negative messages about blackness and about all people of color. And we've received positive messages about whiteness. I was on a run yesterday morning and I was thinking about this and the amount of movies and TV shows where I have seen that are a very you know, good example of this. One that came to mind during my run was the movie Captain Phillips with Tom Hanks. And he's operating like a really large ship. Like I think it might be a container ship or some sort of a cargo ship, right? And he was taken hostage by some black men. And it was just this prime example, right, of this white man being the victim to some black males, right? And there are so many more examples like that. Now, one thing I do want to say is this does not mean that we are racist or that we are bad people because the way because of the way we have been raised in society. By no means does it does it mean that, right? But it does make me personally want to take a step back and look at some of the unconscious belief systems that I might have and some of the messages that I or we have received growing up. I read somewhere yesterday that for black women traveling, they not only have to research what women need to know and what women need to be cautious of when traveling, right? But also what a person of color needs to know. What is racism like in the countries that you want to visit? Now, a lot of us resist and avoid these conversations, and I was in that that boat to start with, right? Because we either feel guilt and shame about not knowing what to say, or out of fear of not wanting to say the wrong thing, and not, and sort of out of fear of wanting to people please, right? Now, I am no expert here, okay, but I am learning and I am willing to have these conversations and I am willing to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing in order to learn more about how best to support the black women and all women of color inside our community. So inside Solo Women Travel Tribe. And I also want to offer this, this, I read a message and I'm just going to sum it up here, but I read a message that I really needed to hear, which was this, it's okay to listen. You don't have to be in the front line, holding up a sign in protest and sharing messages all over your social media channels. But I want to encourage you to listen and learn and be open to hearing these messages. All right, my friends. Next up, I am wanting to talk to you about how to feel. And what I mean by that is how to feel and process your emotions. And for so many of us right now, there are many different emotions that everybody around the world is experiencing in regards to conversations around racism and anti-racism and being a better white ally and Black Lives Matter, etc. There are so many heightened emotions there right many different feelings and I don't I'm not as I said before I'm not speaking to how you should feel but rather how to process your feelings now the example I'm going to use here is one of my own when I walk you through this process and it's about anger that I experienced over the weekend but it is not in regards to 
the racism, anti-racism conversation, okay? So nobody taught me how to feel my feelings or why it's important. And my guess is that nobody taught you either. Now, I have spent many years and a lot of time avoiding my feelings and resisting them, right? I got pretty good at that. (laughs) I could be an expert in that field, right? And I think that many of us do that, right? We use food or alcohol or Netflix or overworking or staying busy or exercising, like over-exercising or drugs and a multitude of other things to avoid feeling our feelings, right? And to check out. And what is it that we are trying so desperately to avoid? So a feeling is an emotion, Okay, same thing. It's just a vibration in our body. Like when you really think about it, what is a feeling? What is an emotion? It is just a vibration inside our body. And a feeling, when felt, goes away a lot sooner than a feeling we try to avoid or resist or fight against. Okay, so I want to share with you the example of anger. And as I said, I felt some of this over the weekend. Now, this came about because I read an email that was sent to my partner by a family member of his. And what I read in that email, I didn't agree with. And I got really quite angry about it. And I voiced my my opinion to my partner. And I was saying to him, hey, I cannot wait to see this person in person this um, relative or this person in person to tell them what I think, right? I can't wait to have a conversation with them because I do not agree with this. Like, this is wrong. This isn't fair. And I am going to tell them what I think, right? I was really angry about it. And I started running scenarios over and over in my head of what I was going to say and how this conversation was going to go down, etc. And I really worked myself up. I was getting more and more mad. Any of you guys relate? (laughs) Now, eventually I caught it. Okay. I could see what I was doing and I took a deep breath. Oh, here we are. I see you anger and righteousness. All right, let's do this. Right. And this is when I went to work on feeling the feeling instead of fighting against it. Now, this is what I did. So the very first thing I did was I asked myself, where is this located in my body? Where is this feeling of anger and this righteousness? Where is it located in my body? And for me, it was in my chest and torso area. And then I asked myself, is this hot or cold? Is it hard or soft? Like, what does it feel like in there? And for me, it was really hot, but it was also heavy, and kind of spreading, but very slowly, right? And what color was it? It was red and it was kind of burning, like it was heating up, right? And what did that feeling make me want to do? How did it make me want to react? These are all questions that I'm asking myself, right? I really wanted to have a heated discussion with the person who'd sent the email. I wanted to tell them what I thought. I wanted to tell them that I didn't agree, that they were wrong, that this wasn't fair. Basically, I wanted to make them change so that I could feel better 
And that right there, when I saw that, I was like, uh-oh, I see what's happening here. And I'm going to explain that to you guys in a minute, right? Now, the next question I asked myself was, where is this feeling coming from? And I want to give you all a hint right here. All of our feelings come from our thoughts, right? What we think determines how we feel. And I was thinking the thought, this person is wrong and they shouldn't be saying this. This is so unfair. Like those were the main thoughts that I was having. Now, when I was able to take a step back and see why I was feeling that way and how it made me want to react, right? And when I was able to really breathe into my anger and describe it, over and over just sit there describing it and just let it be there right instead of trying to fight it and resist it and plan what I was going to do right that was when I was able to really get a hold over it and see how I was in fact causing my own anger and I was also giving my own power away by thinking I needed to change that other person's perspective in order for me to feel better now, my feelings come from my thoughts and not from another person's words or actions, right? I have opinions and observations about that other person's words or actions. Now, seeing that for myself made me feel so much better and my anger really did begin to slowly dissipate over the coming hours, right? And learning to feel our feelings really is a skill, and it does take practice, right? But it brings so much more freedom into our lives when we are able to learn this skill and practice doing it. So what emotion would you like to practice feeling today or this week? What's an emotion that you experience on a regular basis? For many of us, it's anxiety. It is so common in our society, right? I have talked about anxiety on this podcast before and how to process it using this exact same process. So what emotion are you going to practice feeling? Now, I encourage my clients to do this activity and this exercise with both positive and negative emotions. Often we don't fully experience and understand our positive emotions either, right? Now, I'm lastly going to leave you with this question here, my friends. If you were willing to feel any feeling, any feeling at all, how might your life change? If you were willing to be afraid, if you were willing to feel humiliation, or if you were willing to be feel rejection what would you do now the reason we hold back from the things that we want most in our lives is because when it comes down to it we are afraid of feeling a certain way we're afraid of feeling disappointed in ourselves we're afraid of being humiliated we're afraid of the rejection right we're afraid of being terrified whatever it is but when you truly learn that the worst that can happen is a feeling and when you learn to really feel those feelings and know that they actually can't hurt you there becomes nothing you won't do to achieve the life that you want so my question for you is this 
If you were willing to feel any feeling, how might your life change? What might you do? You see, our brains are the most powerful tools on the planet. And learning how to manage the thoughts, feelings and actions within our minds is the most important thing that we will ever do to make our dreams come true. As a coach, I teach my clients how to coach themselves, how to feel better, how to take massive action. Basically, I teach you how to use your mind to make your dreams come true. And if you're ready for that, then schedule a consult call because I would love to get on the phone with you. All right, my friends, have a beautiful, amazing, magical week. Take care and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you want more, then make sure you grab a copy of my Ultimate Solo Travel Mindset Guide. Just visit www.solowomentraveltribe.com slash guide to get your copy today. Feel confident, feel prepared, and feel empowered for your solo travel journey.